What's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Update. And I am positive Brandon Boston Jr. should not have gone 51st, but happy he did, Chuck Mockler. Uh, And we are ecstatic right now. The Clippers (laughs) are on a win streak. We are Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network. We bring you Clippers news every bi-week in December? Sure. Close. Every single day. Uh, 6.30, 7 a.m. is when they come out. Kill some windshield time with us. And let's dive into what was a gritty Clippers win versus Celtics, but the coming out party for Brandon Boston Jr. And the return of Nick Batum. Grittier win than it probably needed to be, but uh, we are going to talk about uh, the Clippers with that clutch home win over the Celtics. We'll talk about what we liked as well as what we didn't like. And then in segment two, it's Thirsty Thursday. Every single Thursday, we talk about who and what we want to see more of, what we're thirsty for, so to speak. And we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the break and sort of... I also really want to talk about Ty Lue's ATO situation and Definitely. how I feel like it's kind of been squandered a little bit by this team at, at some points during the season. Uh, but all sorts of great stuff that we want to see more of there. And then in shavings, we're kind of taking a peek at where the Clippers are a quarter of the way through the season. We're also Ooh. going to talk about Jason Preston, who is now out of his boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, should we be worried about the Paul George elbow contusion? I don't know. So all that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so the Clippers did take care of business at uh, what we're still calling Staples. we got to let you know this episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. Let's get some some things out of the way before we talk about the biggest star of the night that was Brandon Boston Jr. PG was marked as questionable heading into this one. He was held out due to Makes the elbow sense. contusion. Yeah, yeah, which I think, look, apparently like... He got a couple shots up. Did not look confident in it, so they sat him down. Happy with that. Um, Ty Lue started Terrence Mann over Luke Kennard due to defense, basically, he said pregame. It was Reggie, Terrence, Nick Batum, who was back, Marcus Morris, and Navica Zubats. But let's get into the biggest story of the night. Brandon Boston Jr., 27 points. Um, I mean, what can we say about this young kid who, I mean, it's obviously kind of his coming out party, best game of his young career, and we absolutely needed it. Like, this was the time when someone was going to step up. It just happened to be the youngest guy on the team. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, we saw the confidence in the scoring, and I think, you know, the question, the the larger question was, how is that going to translate at the right. next level? And clearly it has. <laughs> uh, he finished with 27-2. and two. I think a more impressive part, though, is the four steals. Yeah. He is learning to be a part of this defensive system, which, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, like, anybody is going to look a little bit better defensively if you have like Marcus Morris and Nick Batum on the floor sure. around you uh and Avita Zubats you know so many other great pieces but you know we're hearing that in practice you know he's asking questions he's trying to learn where to be he's we're trying- getting Brandon Boston Jr. in the gym at 6 a.m. stories already which is great adding to the legend absolutely and like I, I mean I keep talking about this year as being like a house money year especially if there's no Kawhi through the playoffs, right? Yeah. What more could you ask for in a house money year than developing (laughs) a 51st pick into, like, an NBA bucket? Yeah, I mean, what's nice, too, is that his scoring is happening at all three levels. Yes. He hit threes. um, He had dunks. He was in the mid-range. 
he found, I mean, it, it, uh, it was just so needed and it was so fun to watch is the other part. He's a really fun player to watch play well. He's so smooth and oh, so yeah. deliberate. Yeah, 100%. I can't think of like a better mentor for him than really Paul George. Yeah. Uh, and then especially having vets, you know, like Nick Batum uh, and even Morris and Serge. Uh, I think it's going to be really beneficial for him. And if this young man, like, man, a man in, imagine Brandon Boston Jr. with 25 extra pounds. Yeah, not, How are you them. stopping that kid? He's growing into it. How um, are you stopping that kid? All right, we got to talk about some other stuff because some other people did play in this game. Um, Avica Zubats played great defense, hit really two did. free throws yeah. in the final seconds of this game to kind of take it to a three-point game. Ten points, ten boards, four blocks. We love a zoo double double. See. We love a zoo double double. And who else was impactful? Uh, Hart was actually quite impactful yeah. too. Uh, you know, like the box score maybe doesn't super jump out at you. He had six, three, and three, but he had two steals and two blocks, and I believe he was like plus thirteen. It was yep. something stupid. Uh, he, he and like you know, we talking about box score. It's not everything, but he was all over this game, which you love to see. The other guy I really want to talk about is like Marcus Morris continues to be incredible i'm so glad at this point like that he got the time that he needed to get right sure because oh my god the difference yeah uh he finished with 24 and 2 he again hit a late three to call this game yeah like to to essentially seal this game yeah it was he's been he's been the best i mean other than paul george obviously he's been the best clipper over the last four games Yes. Um, at least 17 in his last four, which has been great. Terrence Mann, solid game, had a double-double, you know, starting the defense. We needed it for sure. But, you know, I mean, I I'm happy with this performance overall, especially with how his season is going. 100%. Look, man, there were some issues, I think, executing uh, down the stretch and, and like, mm -hmm. in clutch minutes. Um, but he... <sighs> You know, he just does a lot right that I do think that I'm maybe at a point where I'm overanalyzing some of the negative things. Because still a double-double thrust into this starting lineup, um, you know, given some of the limitations that he has. We still want him to be more decisive, uh, definitely with the ball. I don't think he attempted a three in this one. Um, yeah, we were kind of pounding the paint pretty hard um, in this game, but he, uh, he did not attempt a three, which I'm kind of happy with. I don't know. I think he should be taking open threes. Um, but overall, no. This, this like this was a really solid performance. If this is something that like Terrence Mann can get consistent to, I'm not even saying the ten boards, but like, of course, yeah, the kind of chaotic good that he was tonight is much needed. Hundred percent. Like plus player, double digit scorer. You know, decent rebounder. Handful of rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I, I mean. I think that's a solid incremental step in the right direction. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, Nick Batum is back. Don't look at the box score. We're doesn't gonna, matter. Doesn't matter. We're going to talk about... There was a bit of a concern. He had to leave the game at one point with an ankle situation, but he said he'll be fine um, for Saturday against the Magic. Good Bledsoe game tonight. Yes, I agree. Pretty yeah, hyped on his game tonight. Gosh, he like... Uh, He's been good off the bench. He had that pass to Luke Kennard yes. that was just unreal. <laughs> he looked off Reggie, who had a... Horrible night shooting, which we'll talk about. But, uh, yeah, Bled had nine, three, four, three steals. Clutch free throws as well. Um, Kennard, Ken also good. Kennard, also great. Finished with 15, 2, and 1, and a steal. I was surprised. I was kind of surprised that he wasn't in the 
line up in the final final minutes of this one. Yeah, I don't. I've kind of stopped trying to analyze Tyloo's kind of late lineups when we have so many guys trust in him. and out of the roster. I trust him at this point, and I don't want to try and overthink. Trust it. him, and we're going to talk more about some of Tyloo's decision making and ATOs, which are good. I think are very good. Yeah. Uh, but what what didn't we like from this game? This was a very exciting Ooh. game. Uh, really did come down to the wire. But what didn't we like from this one, Chuck? The Clippers were up at. 21 at one point in this game, and then the third quarter happened. We shot 25% in this quarter. Uh, third quarters continue to kill yes. us, and I think that that is so problematic. Issue. Yeah. Um, Jason Tatum went off in this quarter. He had more points in the third than he had in the first half of this game. Um, it's miraculous, kind of, that we won this game. Like, Brandon Boston Jr. scoring 27 was great, but, again, I can't reiterate how much it was needed after this quarter. He was not out there for this, which I don't yeah. know what that says. Um, we just weren't moving the ball. Um, and this kind of goes into like the larger point for this segment is this was a brutal Reggie Jackson game from outside and with some decision making. Yeah. And a I lot mean, of it happened in this third quarter. We gotta talk about like I feel like the extreme down that the Reggie roller coaster has kind of been lately. Mm-hmm. He did finish with 17, 3, and 7. Look, had yeah, positives, like positives before we get into it, like I do love that he's been able to facilitate more, especially since he's not kind of splitting duties with Bledsoe. We have seen an uptick in his assists. Yeah. I do like that. I got to be honest, though. These 17 points feel very empty. We did need every single one of them. Oh, not saying that. For sure. But he shot 27% from the floor and 25% from three. Defensively, I mean, you know, he's the reason that Kennard... I mean, he's not the sole reason, but he's sure. one of the reasons that Kennard is not in this starting lineup. Uh, that backcourt defensively is just too much of a sieve. And Reggie did have six turnovers. Was he just trying to make up for his friend, Paul George? <laughs> yeah, he might have been trying to make up for Oh, Paul no, George. this happens This happens to one player every game, Paul yeah. George. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all good. Which, if that was the case, well played, sir. Well yeah, played. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, look, and, like, man, he had some kind of late-game stuff that – was detrimental that could have cost sure. his team a win. Absolutely. Um, execution had some lapses, but you know we Overall, got the win. Yeah. Serge got a DNP, which we're going to talk about more in the next segment. And then hats yes. off to Marcus Smart, who destroyed our guards. Tonight. Yeah. Um, Man, that guy in a Clipper uniform. Fantastic win. Is I This begs the question. Does it? Is this? Is it? It might be. Are you sure about that? I think it's the best win of the Clipper season so far. <laughs> we'll take it. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about what we're thirsty for, what we want to see more of from this Clippers team. But first, we got to give a shout-out to Shopify, which gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed, reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, uh, Will's favorite TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. That is Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA. And now we talked about them up top. Talk to me about Truebill. Look, do you know that free trials were new without your consent? What? 
It's a business scam, and it's out to get you. Don't, Don't like let it. greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, don't want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make canceling subscriptions hard, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions. So you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Don't forget, that's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Now that we've started our businesses and we stopped paying those horrible subscription fees, let's talk what we're thirsty for. I am so happy and thirsty for this upcoming two-day quote-unquote break that we have, which the schedule's been so brutal at this point. This does actually... I looked at the schedule. Like, you think, that, you think no the schedule's been days. brutal so far? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's about to get a lot tougher, buddy. Yeah, which is what we're going to talk about uh, later in the segment. But Ty Lue mentioned that Reggie's feeling tired during this post-game presser. Um, PG obviously needs some time to heal up, evidently. Batum took that knock, which we're going to talk about. But... I, we need this. We need these two days. Um, Ty Lue said they're going to have a day off the day you're listening to this, and then practice Friday. Then the game on at, at twelve thirty. Hope practice is light. You know, like no game right now for the Clippers is easy. We kind of talked about it. Every game's a rock fight. Which yeah. Hope require, they just watch a movie or something. <laughs> just movie night. You know. <laughs> but it'll be nice to just have this. Just have this time to rest right now. Yeah, definitely. It's it's very very needed. And another thing that I'm thirsty for right now is I talked about it up top, but just uh, just executing on these ATOs a little bit more. Like I gotta ask, this, I gotta beg the question: Is Ty Lue the best? I mean, certainly one of the best ATO coaches in the league. I think he was voted he was voted like second or first best in game adjuster by on that weird like private check yes or no coaches pulled as you stare yeah (laughs) yeah um before the season starts but i think he's got to be up there there was that play um i think shane young brought this up on twitter against the blazers when hartenstein got that dunk after the nurk elbow yes on a luke Kennard like uh like wing to wing cut and then morris moved and then hart was open just and they ran the play they actually ran the play like back to back and one of them, they got a Paul, like Paul George got a contest, like kind of contested to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one, they noticed Hart was open. So they just got him for the dunk. Yeah. And he's, and like that goes to the adjustments, but it's been fantastic to see. And like I said, dude, when these games are rock fights, you need those easy points. Not that they're easy, but you know what I'm saying? Like you need things like that to make it easier to have the opportunity to score points. And we know that this is in Ty Lue's bag. I guess the reason that I'm thirsty for it has just been because. Of like all the trouble that we've had on the inbounds, yes. I do think is kind of like limiting getting to see some of this, you know, kind of uh, playmaking even even come to fruition. Like even if it's not resulting in a made field goal, um, those turnovers will kill you to even you know getting to see the action that, yeah. that was created. Yeah, um, which is super disappointing. But I'm thirsty to see more of it. What else are you thirsty for, Chuck? I just got to say it, and we haven't mentioned it really all season, just some better luck a little bit with with the big H word. 
which with health. Um, are we got to talk about surgery getting a DNP, right? Like, what's up with that? Uh, that's y- not good. That's kind of really bad, right? Am I being crazy? No, no, not at all. That like that definitely does feel regressive. I'm hoping that some of this is kind of righted by this, you know, little bit of rest that we have coming up. The break, of course. Um, which, you know, is still barely a break, but I I know I'm right there with you. Like that is definitely discouraging to see coming up. Well, it's one of those things we're just going to have to monitor moving forwards because we don't really have any new news on what the surge situation yeah. is. Last we heard, Serge's position in the rotation is kind of up in the air, according to Ty Lue. Yeah, uh, which we're assuming is based on health. Which, oh yeah, we're definitely assuming it's based on play. health, but even, even health considered, when we first heard this quote... I thought that this was just referring to his place in the starting lineup. I didn't not mean, like the entire. Rotation. Oh yeah, 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 like I I didn't think that it meant like there was questions as to like his place as a Justice rotation Winslow, player. Period. Serge Ibaka, no seconds. Hundred percent more minutes than Serge. Hundred percent more minutes than Serge. Um, yeah, and then Batum just tweaking the ankle. That's just rough. Um, you know, he said he'd be re- fine for the twelve thirty game, but. I'm just tired of these knocks and things like that. And it just feels like, I don't know. I just want them out of the system, you know? Like, before we get into this brutal part of the schedule, what else uh, are we thirsty for? Marcus Morris to keep up this yes. tear that he's on. Been saving the Clippers. He's been incredible. Uh, scoring the last four games, 21 points, 21 points, 17 points, 20 points. <laughs> Look, man, I... I, for me, this begs the question, like, if Morris wasn't playing so well, right? do we see them try to even play like a limited Paul George out there, even with the contusion, just because we got to put away wins, man. We're, we're about to go. Next month, we have a Sucks. brutal month. Yes, and the month after, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, I think after seeing kind of the footage of the pregame stuff, of him shooting, like, I don't think they would have put him out here tonight specifically. Part of me does think, you know, maybe Morris came back. I think maybe <laughs> they got a little lucky with how good Morris looks because he just the timing of him coming back right when Batum went out with health and safety protocols felt like another move by this health team that we have that I think this is a fair thing that I'm saying where everyone was a little, there's a little piece of you that was like, okay, is he really ready or is this a, you know, we can't be down these two guys. Moving. Look, I think he's ready right now. No, he is uh, ready, but I'm saying they got a, they may have gotten a little bit lucky with how ready he was and when the health and safety protocols happened. I'm hoping. I'm that happy th- about it. I'm hoping that this was a situation where they actually maybe to held him out <laughs> a little bit longer than he needed to be. Okay. But, like, his three-point shooting, man, we've talked about how big of an issue spacing is for this team. Last four games, 67%, 67%, 38%, 33%. And that thirty three percent is still on six attempts. Yeah. So like, I mean, you, you want li- to take you, you live with that. Like he's even kind of, <laughs> I mean, through four games. Don't get me wrong; it is a limited sample. But like through these four games, he's even kind of limiting out the peaks and valleys that we sometimes know Morris to sure. have, uh, and we certainly saw through the playoffs at times. So. You said so. You said four games is a small sample with the way this Clippers roster has been in this season. 
we're going at four game like four game chunks right now. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> like with how up and down like availability's been, it's like man, like I'm saying we're going a game at a time right now. We had a new starting lineup tonight. <laughs> like, I'm saying we get four games of this type of Marcus Morris and any level of Nick Batum. I think we're looking at another win streak, baby. I'm not mad at that. Uh, one last thing. What else are we thirsty for? Uh, come on, man. To- <laughs> Should we just change the name of this podcast to Locked On Brand Boston Jr.? So here's the thing. This has me really excited for whatever might happen the rest of this season. But next season, um, with everyone back, just seeing what he can do behind Kawhi, PG, Luke, Reggie, Luke, etc. Like, you don't think it'll limit his two, his minutes too much? Maybe like I'm, I'm, be looking, effective? I'm looking at it through 27 points against the Celtics tinted glasses right now. Um, so I think this is just only good for his development. If you're an overconfident guy and you just keep playing well, that's only good for you. 100%. My question is, though, like, assuming, like, full health next season, whose minutes is he, you know, usurping? Well, I'm assuming he'll, I mean, he'll be part of the roster. Winslow's not going to be on this team at all. Yeah. Um, we might see some tra- – I just – But Winslow, I mean, that's sure. 48 seconds yeah. tonight. Um, well, that's 13 points for Brandon Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yet. I just think it gives Tyloo something to think about. Yeah, and, it, and we don't have to have an answer yeah, for this right now. And it but it is us, something to think about. It feels like that next season this is going to be a firm, fantastic scorer off the bench yeah. at 20 years old. Definitely. Um, just hyped on it. Get your Brandon Boston Jr. jerseys before they sell out because they are going to sell out. They are going to sell out. Yeah. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking about just kind of the standings and the bloodbath that is the Western Conference. Jason Preston is out the boot. And then we're going to just kind of maybe be a little worried or not about the PG elbow contusion. But before that, we have to give a shout-out to Stance. You ever wore a pair of Stance socks? I have not, but I've admired a couple pairs in my day. Incredibly comfortable. You better be good at basketball if you have them on, because some of them are a little flashy. You better be able to score a couple buckets. Um, No problem for me. (laughs) Yeah. Stance was founded in 2009. They represent a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort quality and creativity stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborations for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel choose some current collaborations with the wu-tang clan batman the goonies star wars the nba pixar and the office wow hitting every single base right there. Way to go, Stance. The Goonies, where are they now, you know? Who knows? Stance, all on your socks. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com. Get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a less life less ordinary with Stance. I'm stanced up in my socks, and we're talking shavings, which is just where we wrap up mm-hmm. everything else that's going on. Uh, where, where do you want to kick things off? Do you want to talk about where we are in the season? Because we are now about a quarter of the way through. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Um, about a quarter of the way through, Clippers are sitting fifth in the Western Conference at 14 and 12. Hardy two games above 500. Seeds four through eight in the Western Conference are separated by one and a half games. So this is changing... Every, Every day. day. Yeah, um, yeah. So we can't really look too hard at the seating itself, I don't think. It, so the Clippers are third in defensive rating, 104.8. 26th in offensive rating, 106.3. Oof. Uh, yeah, 11th in net rating, plus 1.4. Is this kind of an accurate reflection of the Clipper, Clippers' level of play so far? 
oh, like the level that they've been playing at, a hundred percent. Yeah, no problem. Is it a like a reflection of what I still think this team, even without Kawhi, can be? I would still think that this team could be at least fifteenth in offensive they rating. They can be. So part of me is like, I know they can be better than twenty six in offensive rating. I also think they're kind of. We're getting a little helped out by the fact that they're out kicking their coverage right now defensively for sure. Well, I also think that we're getting lucky with everyone other than the Warriors, Suns, and now Jazz, you know, beating the hell out of each other. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's Warriors, Suns, and Jazz in the top three. And then I'm pretty sure it's like three and a half games that separate the third seed from the fourth seed. Yeah. So. I think we're getting kind of lucky with that, but we've held on well, right? Like, we've needed to do this. We've needed wins like this against the Celtics. Um, we kind of talked about it up top, but we're heading into the tougher part of the of the season, scheduling-wise. Fun little stat here. The Clippers will play 30 games between December 29th and March 1st. Nine of those are at home. That comes yeah. from Joseph Fry Award over at Clipset. No, the end, like, I... That is... That, that, we, talk, we talked about coming into the season... There were two stretches that like, were kind of going to de- determine how the Clippers would do this season and what this team was made of. And, yes. and those, to us, were sort of that like that November stretch where we had a third of our total home games like really <laughs> yeah. early on in the season. Yeah. And then this January stretch where we end going into the All-Star break, which is like a tough part of the season for every mm-hmm. team – uh, even if you're playing well, uh, with an absurd amount of road games, do you think we did enough in this in that early home stretch to make this? No, I don't think we did either, and I don't think it's the team's fault. We had guys in and out because of injury. Um, you know, we had the health and safety protocol stuff like that. But we are going to learn a lot about this team coming up at the end of at the end of this month. Yes, and, I mean yeah. we're you know we are sitting at fifth. That's fine, uh, and you know you don't have any control. <laughs> over the record of the other teams in the right. conference, you know what I mean? Uh I would have liked to see us do a little bit better at home and you know I mean the Pels, the Grizzlies stuff, you're kind of like The Grizzlies like, are good. Sure. Like fair. losing the yeah, Grizzlies, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Losing the Pels twice, losing the Kings twice, kind of like Yeah. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little annoying. Um let's get to some positive news. Jason Preston out of the boot. At practice, doing dribble work. Yes. Looks like he's put on a couple of LBs. No, he does look a little stronger. Yeah, definitely. Which someone said that was sitting around weight. I don't care. He needs it. He needs weight in general. Looks like strength to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's looking strong. Uh, Ty Lue said he's been active in practices, which has been great. Asking questions, stuff like that. Um, just hoping for some good G League stuff out of him. Whenever Ty Lue said he had like a nine-week checkup or something, and he said he did well on that, so... Not sure what the timeline is on that, but hope to see him down in the G League with, you know, Jay Scrub and Keon. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, he's a guy who is very raw prospect. I'm really bummed for him that, like, this foot injury happened because, mm-hmm. you know, it hampered, you know, some of the G League development that he could have gotten so far this season. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, good to see that he's progressing. Hope to see him in that lineup soon. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really – Curious and excited to see what he can do. I mean, he's a cerebral young man. Uh, oh, I praise. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about this Paul George elbow contusion? Are you more worried about this or the ankle? 
the Nick Batum ankle? No, the Paul George ankle that he rolled or whatever that they said. Like, remember a couple games ago, there was just like that drop that he had like tweaked an ankle or something. Yeah, and then he retweaked it in the Lakers game. Yeah, I'm more worried about the contusion. Yeah, I think that's fair. Shooting's been off a little bit lately. Didn't attempt a three in the second half in the last game that he played. Yeah. Um, That's why he got these two-day breaks. And also just like the reports that he was putting up shots pre-game. And then was like, nope. (laughs) Nope. Had to leave. I I mean, like, look, like a contusion ultimately is just like a bruise, right? Sure. Um, More intense bruise. um, Bruise with a capital B. Uh, so I, I'm hoping that like long term it's not a big thing. Initially, I honestly thought that this was just, um, you know, I thought that like maybe there was a slight knock, but it was more of a situation of like, you know, they you have to have a reason to arrest a player. Um, Good call. Yeah. But kind of hearing about the reports uh, of him putting up shots and then you know returning to the tunnel. Uh, Makes me a little bit more worried about it, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's right. We'll see what he looks like. Honestly, if he sat out of the Magic game, I'm not worried about it. Him and Batum sit for the 12:30 Magic game. Whoa. I'm fine with it. Whoa. <laughs> um, Friday's episode, we're going to be previewing that 12:30 Saturday game against the Magic. You and I are going to be at that game uh, as fans for the first time. you dang right. Yeah, come say what's up. We'll be in section 101. My mom's going to be uh, with us. That'll be a fun time. Um, if you want so to watch your mouth. Come, yeah, watch. Don't say anything weird in front of my <laughs> mom. Um, some packed div talk, no doubt. Oh, no, no doubt. Has something up his sleeve. Uh, and then, of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, will if someone shook you awake and said, "We're going to listen to a Clippers podcast," where would you tell them you could listen to it? So you can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Deezer, we're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Clippers. It works fabulously. Hey, look, if you haven't already, please leave this show a rating or review over on iTunes or the podcast app. Regardless of where you listen, five stars really helps the show out. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it up top, but we do come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have your listen. We absolutely would. Quick shout out to Jay Scrape, who had 30 points in the G League. Um, Way to go, Jay. That's a good time. Let's go, Scrub. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you.